Watch out, y'all. Episode 7 of T-Bosh and the Fellas talking life and sports is about to go down. We've got Chris Perez, a.k.a. P-Rez, a.k.a. P, back for round two of his Fellas experience. What's up, P? What's up, guys? Glad to be back. And what would we do without the Ginger Sensations thoughts on sport? Mr. Johnny F.N. Tabersi. What's going on? Not too much. Just, uh, you know. Trying to survive with the new dog. <laughs> uh, we're smack dab in the middle of the best time of the sports here, y'all. March Madness is in full swing, and the final four is set. We're going to see how the fellas' brackets are holding up after the first two weekends of the tournament. And we'll also hash out who the fellas believe is the greatest rivalry in sports. That's our question of the day. And we'll be introducing the fellas to a brand new segment of the show called Rising Star or Jag. And of course, we'll put the fellas in the always impossible and generally disturbing situation in everyone's favorite game, pick one. It's the show for the typical everyday sports fan created by a few everyday sports fans. I'm Thomas Bosch, host and creator of T-Bosch and the Fellas, talking life and sports, and we appreciate you taking a trip to crazy town with us, y'all. Let's get this thing started. P-Res, welcome back to the show, sir. It is time number two on T-Bosch and the Fellas. How did you think about your first experience? Are you glad to be back, my friend? Uh, glad to be back. Uh, scarred for life. <laughs> I, uh, I, I I wake up in the middle of the night and I think about that first session and it kind of scares me, man. So hopefully you know, I, can, I can make it through. I can make it through. <laughs> oh my God. You don't wake up with like a semi or anything, right? No, I wake up with uh, the pictures of Jesus feet in, in my head and I just, uh, it's disturbing, man. I can't get it. I can't shake it. I hear you, man. My first uh, week, I ended up having to sleep on the couch for the entire next week from one of the uh, questions that I answered apparently the wrong way. So I got you, bro. So it's got an effect on everybody. That's all I can hope for, you know? I'm just trying to reach out to people. To Bersi, I wouldn't be able to sleep on that couch knowing those feet were in the next room. Sorry, I would have to leave. Well, man, uh, well, thanks for coming back, man. I appreciate you. (laughs) Glad we got this started the right way. Johnny? Shout out a city, my friend. Uh, I'm going to shout out Spring Hill, Florida. If you ain't 55 or older, don't bother going in. My grandmother lives out there. It's a good time. I know what I got to look forward to in 50 years. So you just went down to Florida. So you're talking I about did. Springfield, Florida here. Yep. Spring uh, Spring Hill. Spring Hill. I think Springfield is the Simpsons. How's the trip? <laughs> <laughs> Springfield. Uh, the yeah. trip was nice, man. Got to see my mom, my stepdad, uh, my grandmother. She just turned 87. So Ooh. God bless her. Absolutely. So I spent four days, took the Amtrak for the first time. Uh, it was good times. Good times. Train rides, man. How's the trip? Johnny, do you actually think you're going to make it to 80 is my question. I'm hoping not. But uh, with my luck, I will. <laughs> Good luck, my friend. Good luck. Oh, man. Uh, all right, guys. So we're going to kind of get right into this. We're going to try and bang this out as quick as we can. We've got a brand new segment for the show today. It's called Rising Star or Jag. Jag meaning just a guy. I'm going to give you three individuals um, from kind of across the sports world. And we're going to see if you think they are a rising star or a jag. First guy I have on the list here. Lonzo Ball. He plays for UCLA, the point guard. He had an amazing year. Uh, One of the best players in the nation. His dad has been in the news a lot recently for his loud mouth. And, you know, I, hey, listen, I respect the guy, LeVar Ball, for, uh, you know, touting his kids and being a good dad and thinking they're capable of anything. LeVar Ball actually recently said, I don't know if y'all heard this or not, (laughs) that Lonzo Ball is better than Steph Curry right now. Did y'all hear that? His dad's on crack. (laughs) 
I heard it. I, I did. Yeah. All right. So one, uh, I'm gonna quick, quick responses here. Lonzo Ball had ten points, eight assists in the Sweet Sixteen. He kind of flopped. He didn't show up in the moment against Kentucky. Do y'all think he's a rising star or just a guy? Johnny, you first. Just a guy. His dad's putting him in a position where he's never going to reach what everybody's expecting out of him. And his dad also said that he can beat Michael Jordan one-on-one. His dad is definitely smoking crack. (laughs) So just a guy. Yeah. All right. What about you, Perez? I think that he is a rising guy. You think he, you think he's he, a, you think he's a halfer? Yeah, I can see that. I, really I agree do. with that. And funny enough, I don't think I. Well, but hold on, I don't think I gave you that as an option. But okay, halfer. <laughs> All right, cool. Make up your own stuff, Perez. <laughs> I'm sorry, but he's not a star, so he can't be a rising star. He he has a lot to prove. And we take these guys who have been, you know, they've had some success their first year in college. They come in the league. It's a whole different ballgame once you get into the NBA, guys. I'm sorry, but you being the leader of an okay Sweet 16 team does not prove anything yet. And LeVar Ball <laughs> is hilarious. Yeah, I agree. I think he is every single writer's dream. Yeah, no, I love um, him. So I, I think that he needs to keep his mouth shut going into the draft. Though. I think all he can do from now on is hurt his son's draft stock because teams aren't going to want to deal with that anymore. Agreed. So, so you think he's a halfer. All right, next guy, Tim Tebow. We're, we're talking about Tim Tebow for a couple of reasons because, you know, Tim Tebow, the fallen NFL star and pretty much overall good guy. He's trying to make his way onto the New York Mets roster. And Johnny over here is a big Mets fan. So, Johnny, we're going to go with you first. Do you think T- Tim Tebow has any chance of being decent in baseball and even making the Mets roster? All right. So <laughs> at first I was like, this is some bullshit. Because he definitely is not a Major League Baseball player. Um, I've watched some of his sprinting training games. He definitely looks lost. But with that being said, I don't hate Tim Tebow because of the fact is he does what he wants. I mean, he's going for it. He said if he doesn't make it, he at least gave it a shot. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to say just a god. (laughs) But like a regular guy. I don't know. Did he just say just a guy? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, I'm sure you, you saw just the broke one of his Ten Commandments, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, he ain't making the team, but I give him a lot of credit for trying. What about you, Perez? What do you think? Well, I'm going to throw out a stat, you know, and All right, this, do is that. Gonna back up, this is going to back up, you know, what I feel about it. Tim Tebow right now is averaging 330, and that average is he strikes out. Thirty-three percent of the time that he's at bat, <laughs> that is not his batting average. If you saw him go up against Max Scherzer on Monday, it was, it was a joke. Hilarious. He struck out in three pitches, and it was one of the more funnier YouTube clips I've seen in a while. So, he's lost. He's absolutely lost. It's hilarious. Oh man, he's he's just a guy in MLB, but I think in the grand scheme of things and in life, he's definitely a star. Uh, well, yeah. that was well said, Pires. Well said. All right, so and you know what I I'm, I agree with both of you on both fronts. To be honest, with you. Um, Leonard Fournette is the third guy. So he's he's the LSU running back for the last couple of years. He's been a little up and down. He's been a little injured. But Perez, as a Panthers fan, a lot of people are talking that Leonard Fournette can be there for the Panthers' early pick. He ran a four point five one at the combine, six one two hundred and forty pounds. Perez, I'm going to ask you first: Is he a rising star or a jag? It's not that easy for me because I think it depends on the team that he gets on, and I'll tell you why. I think that he can be a star 
and he can be a star with the Panthers. But Leonard Fournette is the kind of guy that needs an offensive line. He's not like a Dalvin Cook or a Christian McCaffrey where they can make they can catch it out of the backfield and make plays on their own. He needs a great offensive line, which the Panthers unfortunately don't have right now. If I were the Panthers, I would completely trade that eighth pick, try to go lower, try to get Christian McCaffrey a little bit later in the first round, maybe grab a second rounder and um you know, that's the route that I would take. I think he is a rising star, but he needs to get on the right team. He's okay. not, so he's you, not you, one of those guys that can create by himself. So you think it's all about where he lands? Absolutely. I think he needs to land on the right team. I would like that team to be the Panthers, but we got to ramp up our O-line guys. I mean, it would he would go completely intact and just be awesome with Cam Newton. I agree that's what with we that. Need. We need a ground and pound, and we need Cam to, to be able to feel comfortable in the pocket and have that threat. We need to be able to run the play action, but we have to have a line to protect these guys, and I, right now we don't. I totally agree with you. I hope the line the line's working on getting better. They got Matt Khalil. Maybe we'll draft a, the biggest, baddest dude on the offensive line in the draft. That's the best I could come up with. <laughs> I hope that they make some moves in that direction. I think he would be good for the Panthers. Johnny, what is your thoughts? Uh, I think he's a rising star, but also kind of feeding off of what Perez was saying, you know, he's coming out of LSU. For some reason, he reminds me of like a Jamarcus Russell coming out of LSU. You know, a lot of hype on him, but still that unknown because he's got that rawness. I don't um, think Leonard Fournette's sis- sipping the scissor. <laughs> well, not yet. Anyway, he hasn't gotten his first paycheck, but um, I could see I could see it going either way. You know, um, and I think that Perez is absolutely right. I think he does need a line. Um, he's not a receiving back, so he's going to have to uh, you know hit that hole. Yep. Uh, but he is a beast and a big running back which is hard to come by with speed and agility so i think he's gonna i think he's gonna do well but i also do think it factors into where he goes so you would say rising star rising star okay absolutely all right cool all right so we got your thoughts on that segment that was rising star or jag our brand new segment of t bosh and the fellas talking life and sports on to the next part we've got the question of the day just real quick we want to know between these four options what the greatest rivalry in sports and it, we're trying to keep this current. It, obviously, we could go back to Celtics, Lakers, and things of that nature, but we're going to try and keep this current. So the first matchup I have is Carolina versus Duke. And when I say Carolina, for all the folks that live around me here in Charleston, South Carolina, I mean the real Carolina <laughs> in North Carolina. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Absolutely. Shout right. out, Perez. So <laughs> UNC versus Duke. Second option is Cavaliers Warriors, which has been a major rivalry in the last few years. Yankees or Red Sox. I know Perez thinks that's probably a pretty amazing rivalry. And then there's no one in this room that really cares, but it's always prevalent. And both teams are actually getting better as as we go on. So Ohio State or Michigan. So we've got UNC versus Duke, Cavaliers versus Warriors, Yankees versus Red Sox, Ohio State versus Michigan. Johnny, your thoughts. All right, so greatest I, rivalry ever. Yeah, um, I currently have torn between not ever <laughs> <laughs> torn between two of them, and the reason being is I've lived in both states uh, that when the rivalries were going on, the Yankees, Red Sox, and yep. Carolina versus Duke. I think that Yankees, Red Sox up north would be considered a bigger rivalry, but I think nationwide, Carolina versus Duke, especially back to days when Jordan played for Carolina, Grant Hill played back then uh, for Duke. I mean, it goes back way longer, uh, but it was pretty neat watching the uh, Red Sox-Yankees, especially uh, when the Red Sox started winning their first World Series. The Red Sox weren't any good for a lot of years, and the rivalry didn't matter. So I'm going to say Carolina-Duke. Okay. All right. What about you, P? Well, I, well, I, you know, I know your answer already, but you, why don't you tell me your thoughts? Well, I'd like to explain it. Yeah, least. please, please explain <laughs> it. The Red Sox Yankees 
I love, obviously. Mm-hmm. They play several times a year, so that deteriorates it a little bit. Um, Ohio State, Michigan, I have a lot of friends that are from Ohio, and that is a great rivalry, and it is fun. But it's based on football, and they only play one time of year. So it does hype up for that one time of year. Carolina Duke, though, there's always, it always, always, always comes down to the wire, man. Yep. It is so intense. And to be a part of that rivalry, to have been a Carolina fan since I was born, and to have my boys grow up Carolina fans, and <laughs> do you know that as many times as they've played, oh, their total points scored is still only like within like two or three points of one another? That's crazy. The that- thousands of points they scored. There's still only like a few points of one another. It is and always close. Like right there, they're they're extremely close as well. It it hands down Carolina Duke all day every day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you explained yourself, Perez. Thank you. <laughs> more emphatic about that ever. Ah. <laughs> I, I do want to let the audience know that uh, Perez convinced Thomas to get rid of Clemson, South Carolina as one of the options. That's how diehard UNC yeah, that's <laughs> Perez true. is. That's true. I did have Clemson, South Carolina <laughs> and, on the list, but because we live in, in the low country and it's really a serious rivalry in, the, in these parts around yeah. here, but, you know, in the overall grand scheme of things, neither team has been really great, except for Clemson the last couple of years. It's just a interstate rivalry right. more than anything else. Yeah. And, and, Johnny, I want to thank you for that, because now I can't trim my face in Charleston to come down there and do the show in person. Hey, well, so, P- uh, Perez, the best thing about that, this, guys. listen, man, best thank thing about this. Buddy. We're on the radio, bro. They don't know what you look like. Yeah, that's true. Just that's true. post Tommy Gladahoski's uh, face for yours, so that way if he comes down here. <laughs> Johnny, I, I have the voice of an angel. They're going to know that I want to do enough. All right, so I'm going to actually agree with both of you. I do believe it's UNC, Duke. It just goes, it's endless how many good players have played for both teams and how close all the games have been. Even when one team is good and one team's not so good, even when they play each other, it's always close. So definitely North Carolina Duke. And that's our question of the day. So we're going to move on to our main topic today. It is personally my favorite sports time of the year. And in my mind, these last two weekends are the greatest eight days, including Thursday, of course, of the sports year. Uh, It's always the worst eight days for companies business-wise all across the country because there's over $4 billion lost in productivity. (laughs) That is an insane amount of money due to basketball. And it's all because of March Madness, baby. It's the pinnacle of the college basketball season with dominant programs and no-name schools being given the same exact opportunity to win six games in a row in order to bring home that title. The Final Four is now set. We've got, of course, Perez's. North Carolina Tar Heels. We've got Gonzaga. Yeah, what? what? (laughs) We've got Gonzaga, Oregon, and the Cinderella team, and who everyone in this area in Charleston, South Carolina, is crazy hyped about the South Carolina Gamecocks. Uh, And if you pick these teams to reach the final four in your bracket, I will say this you're either a genius (laughs) or a complete fucking moron. But either way, I personally respect you. So, you know, good job if you actually pick these teams. So, fellas, real quick, what are your thoughts on the tournament so far? Do you think it's kind of along the norm, or do you think this has been a different kind of tournament than we're used to seeing in terms of how many teams got knocked off so early? Johnny? Uh, I think you and I were discussing that for, what, the first two rounds, there wasn't an overtime game. Um, ironically, when you made that statement, that game went into overtime. Literally, the fourth <laughs> quarter of that game went into... We were sitting there watching the fourth quarter of... Uh, 
I think it was Florida, Wisconsin. Yeah, it was, and they were up by seven. Yeah. It didn't look like it looked like the game was over. And I said, there's not a single OT game I've seen so far. And seven minutes later, there was an OT game. Yeah. Uh, Gonzaga not ever making it past Sweet 16, I was shocked by. Um, I didn't realize that. So that's pretty cool that they're in yeah, South Carolina. They're always pretty decent, but they, they flop early yeah. for some reason. And then I do actually like that the powerhouse UNC's in it. See if David could... Uh, Slay Goliath, or uh, if UNC is going to just run away with it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. P.R.S., my first question is for you, dude. What gives you more joy? North Carolina reaching the Final Four or Duke going out in the second round of the Gamecocks? Be honest. It's, it's Carolina getting back. It has to be. Is it? You don't just, yeah, I mean, you I, don't just love, I love to watch those Dukies score. I love, love, love seeing the Dukies <laughs> Don't get me wrong. But I think that everyone kind of expected it. This has been an off year for Duke. They have been really like a roller coaster ride the entire year. I mean, they they played well against bad teams, and they've played terrible against good teams and vice versa. I, I think that everyone kind of, and from what I have spoken about with people that have been actually watching the tournament, in this uh, college season, I think we all agree is that we wouldn't be surprised to see Duke in the Final Four, and we wouldn't be surprised to see Duke go out in the second round. It just it kind of depends on what kind of day they're having, and that to me is a telltale sign of a, a horrible, no good, filthy, lousy team. And I hate them. <laughs> I don't. I just don't think they had any discipline this year. I think uh, overall, Shashevsky's teams. Down. Yeah, hey, they lost to my didn't make the tournament Syracuse Orangemen. So, and that was when they. Hey, were- when you. When, when you have your team leader be the epitome of, like, a an 11th grade high school bully, yep. a.k.a. Grayson <laughs> Allen, yeah. um, then you're going you're gonna to be doomed for failure. And yeah. I hope Grayson Allen, whatever team he lands on, if he lands on a team, NBA, Europe, wherever he goes, I hope they hate him so good and hard <laughs> this freshman year. <laughs> I don't he, just, he looks like the guy that – he looks like the guy – that would bully the little guy in high school. Does he not? He does. I mean, come on. Yeah, he's he seems like such a jerk off. The Knicks end up drafting him first round. The Knicks? The fucking Knicks. <laughs> Johnny and his poor Knicks. <laughs> All right. All right. So you say Carolina reaching the final four over Duke Lewis. And okay, fair enough, but I'm sure it's really close. I'm sure you both filled out brackets. How have your brackets fared in the Tournament of Champions this year, fellas? Because mine was over a really, really long time ago. And did you lose any money on it? How did your bracket do it right um, now, Well, I had St. John's winning it, but I <laughs> couldn't find them on the sheet. Yeah. So, uh, no, no, I didn't fare well at all. Uh, I should have taken my girlfriend's advice and picked like the teams based on Colors the mascots. Mascots. Because yeah. I think Gonzaga, South Carolina, Oregon Ducks. I mean, there's... There's cool-ass mascots that made it, so I guess that's the only way that I would have been able to get get to uh, being close. <laughs> it's funny you say that because my co-host and mentor on my day job radio program, uh, she <laughs> picked Purdue because she likes their chicken. So, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> people have their reasons. Yeah, people yeah. have their reasons. Uh, what about yours, V? Has yours been doing okay? You know, guys, my, my two sons are what's most important to me in my life. And <laughs> when they're both, when they're both about 13, 14 years of age, when they're becoming men, I'm going to sit down and talk to them and I'm going to tell them about the bracket that daddy filled out. In 2017. <laughs> because I'm them making the same mistakes I did as a man. Oh my God. <laughs> it was that bad. Oh man. I, but I bet you have Carolina going all the way. 
I did. I okay. Did, yeah. Well, all right. Well, so you're still in it, dude. I <laughs> yeah. I didn't make it past. I, none of my final four teams made it past the Sweet Sixteen. <laughs> well, well, I won't know there's light at the end of the tunnel, too. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. So here's a question for y'all. What do you think's the bigger surprise? Villanova getting bounced in the second round after winning it all last year and spending most of the year as the number one team in the nation, or the South Carolina Gamecocks reaching the final four after not winning? a tournament game in 44 years. What's the biggest surprise to you? What about you, P? I think it has to be South Carolina. I'm super impressed with the way they play, man. Their defense Their is defense is baller. sick. It is sick, man. They, they, got a, they have a great leader in Sundarius Thornwell. The guy comes to play every night. What doesn't go really noticed is, uh, ironically, I just said that, no, their, their guard notice. He shuts down their the opposing team's like on ball defender or sorry, let me bring that back. He shuts down the guy that handles the ball for the opposing team on a nightly basis. And yeah. you can't really quantify that, but the guy South Carolina's team starts with defense. Notice puts dudes on notice, man. This kid is good. Yeah, he is. Uh, he shuts, he shuts people down. So I would go with South Carolina okay. and the fact that their coach, has to be in the mafia. So, I mean, I'm sure that has something to do with him being in the. In, yeah, in I the don't know. Court. I don't know if I would want to see that dude in the dark alley at all. I think I saw him on an episode of Sopranos. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Johnny? What do you think is the bigger surprise? Oh, South Carolina. Yeah, um, I mean, I, uh, dude, and I, I'll be honest with you. Us living in this in the Charleston area, it's it's everybody's so hyped about it. So it's really cool to actually be in the area while it's happening. Um, granted, we're in Charleston, not Columbia, but everyone down here either roots Clemson or Carolina. So it's a really big deal here. I think it's amazing compared to Villanova losing in the second round. It is kind of funny, though. Uh, South Carolina football is all that you ever heard about. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah, that's right. We love our basketball team. Yeah. <laughs> also, we forgot they existed. <laughs> it's been 44 years. Yeah, I think uh, even Gamecock fans were uh, are, and are shocked that they made it this far. So yeah, I and think I think it's far. been it's funny. It's, it's funny that you said that, Johnny, because <laughs> I saw on someone's Twitter feed the other day, kind of like a public service announcement for the Gamecock fans to stop wearing football jerseys to the basketball game. <laughs> Not a good look. <laughs> you gotta stop. Jersey, come on, guys, let's go. Yep, they had no clue. Oh my god! (laughs) Oh man, that's so funny. All right, so real quick, what final would y'all most like to see, Johnny Gonzaga, South Carolina? No, they play. Oh, I mean uh, UNC, South Carolina. Sorry, just so that way it puts North Carolina versus South Carolina, since I lived in both states. UNC, South Carolina Gamecocks. It's like the battle for Carowinds. Yeah, that's right. For sure. Uh, Perez, do you think if North Carolina ended up playing the Gamecocks in the final, it would take away from the significance of the title if North Carolina won it compared to all the past titles that they've won? Absolutely not, because whenever you raise that banner in Dean Dome, it doesn't say 2017 (laughs) national champions, we beat South Carolina. (laughs) It just says... It just says 2017 national champions, baby, and it'll be number six. Yeah, agreed on that. Hey, listen, I appreciate you giving the Gamecocks as much respect as you've given them. I mean, they, they, I think it would be I think it would be really cool to see North Carolina, South Carolina matchup. Just, you know, based on the fact that, you know, we're neighbors, man. Let's battle it out, you know? It would for sure be great for the state. 
um, for both states. I I work in North Carolina and live in South Carolina. You know, we're right on the line growing up in Charlotte. You know, we're we're right here. So diehard Tar Heel fan, but I'm really happy for uh, the South Carolina Gamecocks, and I hope they get absolutely annihilated in the championship. <laughs> 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 All right, so we obviously know who Perez thinks is going to win the entire tournament, the North Carolina Tar Heels. Johnny, who do you think is going to win it all? Well, since I just said UNC versus uh, South Carolina, I'd actually rather see Gonzaga win it all uh, just because they've been in it so many times. But uh, I think UNC is going to take it. Yeah. God, I hate to say that. I, I hate it. It Like, it stings my tongue when it comes out of my mouth. But I think North Carolina will probably take it home. But I swear to God, if Gamecock Nation brings it home, I'm going to drink some of Darius Rucker's tears. I'll hey, Thomas, I, I swear to God, base, I'll drink does his the fan tears. Base know, uh, that you're a Syracuse fan? Does the fan base that is listening to this radio podcast uh, <laughs> know that you're a Syracuse fan saying that you think that Carolina is going to win? I just want to get that on the record. Yeah. Um, I, it, listen, man, I say a lot of things in life, bro. That doesn't mean I like them all. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, sometimes I just got to go with my gut. Uh, I am a Syracuse fan. And uh, listen, dude, we were in the final four last year, so don't hate, you know, listen, we're all right. Hey, I'm just, I'm going to sleep a little better tonight. It feels good. good. (laughs) All right, y'all. So we're going to move on from March Madness again. Best time of the year in sports, in my opinion. It's three weeks of just staying tuned into college basketball. And I can't really think of a three-week period, except for maybe the NFL playoffs, where you're just completely locked into what's going on. It's 64 teams versus 12 teams in the NFL. So, you know, it's a lot to keep up with. But uh, I'm glad everyone's brackets have mostly failed. Good luck on yours, Perez, <laughs> with the Tar Heels winning it all. Because uh, somebody's got to win money on this show. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I'm going to try. I'm going to be there for you guys. Just give me some of your winnings, bro. All right, y'all. So it's time for everyone's favorite game pick one. We do it every single episode. For those of you that have heard us play this game before, you either think it's really funny or really twisted. In either case, it makes me laugh and I like to write this. So here we go. And again, if you haven't heard it before, it's really simple. I put the fellas in two terrible situations and they have to choose which terrible situation over the other. All right. So for the first pick one, I need y'all to name your most hated rival team. Johnny, you first. Dallas Cowboys. Perez. Duke Blue Devils. Duke Blue Devils. All right. (laughs) So for this, would you rather? Would you rather have to work at all the home games in the stadium of your most hated rival team for an entire season while rocking all of your favorite team's gear, silently enduring all the drunken trash talking? You can't even talk back to these people. You're working. It's unprofessional for you to talk back. So that or dress as a woman for one entire week. That's including at work at the gym, date night with the significant other. I'm talking thongs, fellas. I'm talking full woman getup. Would you rather? Thomas, this is this is not fair because Johnny Tabersi is a known cross stretcher. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do to make that money, pay those bills. Son of a. <laughs> All right, what about you, Perez? Go first. <laughs> oh man, I would love. I would, this is not hard for me. I would love to work. You in, can't uh, talk back. You can't Coach talk K, back. What is it? Is it Coach K Stadium? I don't. I don't even remember what it's called because I, I think so little of them. I would totally work in the concession stand, giving out hot dogs and giving bad looks to people all day, every day. Just shooting them the evil eye. Anything. 
Oh, dude, I don't have to say anything. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, I got a look that could kill. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Johnny? Uh, I would work in Dallas. We uh, have their number. I'd just be smiling, grinning. Now, if I said the Eagles, I probably wouldn't work at the Eagles because uh, my college roommate wouldn't even take me to games because it gets pretty, uh, <laughs> yeah, they, pretty nasty there. When they used to play in the vet, that used to be the number one most violent stadium yeah. for opposing people to go visit. First stadium to ever have a jail in the stadium. It's Cameron Indoor, by the way. Oh, yeah, I can't believe I can remember that. Um, can, you, can you edit that out, please? Because that was terrible. I can't remember that. You know, whatever. <laughs> what happens for an indoor is, like, some Duke fan coming up to you saying, oh, my God, you made a B on your test. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, this is so I, bet, I bet you got a 2.9 GPA. <laughs> I'm really disappointed neither one of y'all took the thongs, dude. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right, next, next big one. Would you rather have the Panthers or Giants in either of your cases, because you're big fans of both, not win a single game next season? I'm talking 0-16, boys. Or let your significant other work as a ring girl for UFC fights. Fellas, again, I'm talking thongs. <laughs> so This is all provided, of course. This is something she wanted to do, <laughs> hypothetically. <laughs> so 0-16 for your favorite team. Or let your girl be a ring girl in UFC fights. Johnny. Ring girl. There was no question about that. <laughs> You're going to send Hannah up there to go be a ring girl? It, it would pain me too much to go 0-16. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and then maybe she could just buy me shit. I'm sure they get paid well. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. They I think, might. I think I'm saying I'm going to pimp out my girlfriend. <laughs> This is all hypothetical. This is this is in in, in T-Botch and the fellas world, all right? You mean ex-girlfriend now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, right. All right. Well, that might that might indicate what Perez is going to say. What about you, Perez? Uh, yeah, I would I would get a ring girl. I mean, <laughs> Eliana, the mother of my child. Yes, you know, she is. She's a, she's a spicy Cubana still rocking the hot bot. I think she could make it some money. Bring home the cheddar, baby. Hell yeah. Listen, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I think both of your significant others could do that. I think that that would work out well for them. But how how excited would you be about right. it? <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's well, more what I'm alluding to here. Well, see, here's the thing, here's the thing is that Carolina Panther games dictate my entire Sundays. I agree. Sometimes Mondays. I agree. Or Tuesday and Wednesday. All the way through the fucking week, actually. <laughs> you know what happens? You know what happens with, with Panther games is that we wake up early, we, we get our testosterone going, and we go out there and we tailgate, and we release endorphins, and we're like pounding beers, and we go in the stadium, and we're cheering hard. And then we lose. <laughs> yeah, man, it is so. And then, and then, and then Chris goes home and takes a nap. <laughs> and I hate life for the week. But when we win, we go out on Sunday night. Yeah. And we, we might feel bad on Monday morning, but you know what? It doesn't matter because our team is glorious. Yeah, it and hurts we go to good. And, one and we win, and we go to the Super Bowl and we lose. That's <laughs> some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but what about you, Johnny? Yeah. Uh, 
I, I'm, I completely forgot what the question was about oh, just because no, I'm listening. Uh, yeah, I, dude, you just threw me off with all that, Perez. Good Lord. <laughs> oh, my God, man. All right. So, all right. So that was definitely an explanation there. And I totally agree with all of that, by the way. I don't mind hurting after a win on Monday morning because it hurts so good. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. All right. So the, 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 the last big one. Would you rather take an all-out kick in the pills from Landon Donovan? I'm talking you may incur some real serious damage to the colonel, the twig and berries, the franken beans. You get the point. Or eat one full pound of dog feces. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I think this is gonna be the first. I put a lot of thought into these, by the way. This is a this is gonna be the one that really stumps me. Um, you know, an all-out kick from Landon Donovan and the Twig and Berries. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go Twig and Berries. Uh, oh my god! And would you like my explanation? <laughs> but, uh, here, here's my explanation. I know I'm eating a full pound of dog shit. There's a good chance that he may miss or kick to the left or the right and not get the full Twig and Berries. <laughs> So I think I got a better shot of that. I'm talking square <laughs> on shot. Like you can't, you can't. Escape. He's not catching like part thigh, part chode. He's yeah. going like all full impact. It's tough, man. Because um, mm. I feel like the puking and eating would take a lot longer than the pain that I would endure. But then again, I could like break a nut and then have to get surgery. Yeah, um, I'm talking. Like- all right, I'm going eating the dog shit. <laughs> he changed going- his mind. <laughs> I'm going eating the dog shit. <laughs> Started to get like the willies, and I realized oh, that's God, the answer. I'm in I need. tears over here. Oh my God, Perez, what about you, man? I'm a little torn right now because, on one hand, I just had I just had an extra large bean burrito from Taco Bell earlier today, and I felt like that's kind of like what eating dog feces would be like, right? So, and. I feel sick right now. Don't hate on Taco Bell, man. Don't hate on Taco and the, Bell. And there's a chance that the dog shit might taste well. I mean, you've been kicked in the nuts before, I'm sure, or got hit in the nuts. You've never tried dog shit, so you, there's a lot of unknown there. Y'all, the tears are right, rolling well, I, I, from my I, I, eyes. Question. Are we talking 40-year-old Landon Donovan, or are we talking 20-year-old Landon Donovan? <laughs> like, current-day Landon Donovan. I don't think it makes a difference, homie. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't think it makes a difference. <laughs> Um, can, can we switch it up to Alexi Lawless? <laughs> like, cause he's like 57. <laughs> I don't know if he can raise his leg that high anymore. So, so you, are you going to take the kick to the pills? I think I have to. I'm done. I'm done making kids, man. So right. I'm all right. Okay. All right. So he doesn't care about the serious, yeah. the serious long-term effects right. of the kick. It's got actually a positive impact for you. <laughs> it's cheaper that way. I was planning a vasectomy, but actually I would take the kick from Landon and just be on my way. <laughs> Fellas, fellas, fellas. Y'all, thank you. Good God. This has been a good episode here. All right, y'all. That's it. That's it, folks. On that note, we're going to take the kick from Landon Donovan and walk away. So that's all the time we got, y'all. It's time to get out of here. And as always, I appreciate everyone tuning in for the sports lab and the laughs. Perez, I, I hope you enjoyed your second time, man. Uh, you killed it again. You did an excellent job. I appreciate all your Carolina shit talking. Oh, get, yeah. Get back on in there and have, a, have yourself another beer. Yeah, yeah. 
Let's go. I know you were pre-gaming before the show, so uh, go on and uh, take one for me, brother. And Johnny, as always, sir, thank you for coming up again and uh, participating in our sports nonsense. Uh, always a good time. Yeah, absolutely. Guys, that's it for Episode 7 of T-Bosh and the Fellas talking life and sports on Episode 8. We're going to be talking NFL draft, NBA playoffs, and of course, we're going to get back to the debauchery that this game has turned out to be. Everyone's favorite game, pick one. I'm Thomas Bosch, host and creator of T-Bosch and the Fellas talking life and sports. Y'all stay positive, stay productive, and damn it, be nice to each other. We'll catch you on the flip side, y'all.